0: Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by a 10 minute trader where I invest in dividend stocks for weekly cash flow. It is, is it Tuesday? I think it's Tuesday. Hold on a second. Let me check my calendar real quick. It is, it is Tuesday, the 24th. We are into the fourth week, I believe. Hold on. Let me double check. Fourth week of the third quarter. Okay. Fourth week of the third quarter, which means we have nine weeks. Nine weeks to make big changes in our ROI. Well, hope you guys are doing halfway decent. I know I made a few mistakes over the year. Um, Had to pay the fiddler a few times. I'm sure you guys checked into that. All right, so let's jump in, get started, quickly go over the current positions that we carried forward. And then from there, we're going to look at some new trades. We have some good ones coming up, so I hope you guys are paying attention. All right, first on the list is Ford. As always, I shouldn't say as always, because you know sometimes it's here, sometimes it's not. And look at that, eleven forty eight. How can you not buy Ford at eleven forty eight? It's a new low. I mean, come on, people. All right, anyway, uh let's jump in. We're on the twenty-fourth, so let me go right there. Thirty days ago today, we are at the 30-day high, twelve seventy. Okay, went sideways for a week, took some profits on a soft bottom went back up profit taken. actually she gapped down and you know these gaps they have a tendency to fill so if you look at the chart on 10 11 and 10 12 the little gap right there and then on 10 17 that gap got filled well gap got filled then there was profit taken to the new bottom of yesterday all right so I'm okay with my Ford, so I'm just going to let it sit. What are we doing here with Ford? All right, we sold the 12 and a halves. Okay. I'm just going to leave it alone. General Motors is next on the list. Now, we were talking about General Motors yesterday in the context of which the book value is in the $44 area, and we were comparing it to Granger, who had a um, book value of somewhere in the 40s. But the difference is, General Motors is only twenty-nine bucks a share, where Granger was six hundred bucks a share, Well, something in that area, I and mean, that's freaking crazy. Okay, so let's take the last thirty days at General Motors. Thirty days ago today, we're sitting at thirty-three nineteen. We got a double high at thirty-three forty-two. Now that was four weeks ago. Got your profit-taking, a little bit of pullback, more profit-taking. Found a new bottom last week at 2906 Now, remember, General Motors has book value in the mid-40s. So, in my humble opinion, if the powers that be don't try to screw you, you could buy General Motors. The company could go bankrupt. There's the opening bell. The company could go bankrupt, pay everybody off at the book value, and you're still making money off of General Motors. I don't see the risk there personally, but that's me. I've been wrong. My children like to point it out when I'm wrong because it doesn't happen that often. KMB is next on the list. KMB, this is one of my cash cows. I just keep on rolling it and rolling it and just keep on bringing those profits in. 30 days ago today, we had a high at 124.38. We found our bottom three weeks ago at uh, 116.32. A little bit of a dip yesterday at 121.81. So, what does that mean for us today? Okay, now I sold off the 126s for a buck and a quarter. I'm perfectly happy with that. Okay, now it's a dollar and a quarter for every single share I own. Now, I did buy it at 143, and now it's down to 121. Should I be panicking? Well, it depends on what you're doing this for. If you're doing this for appreciation, yeah, you should panic. But if you're doing this for cash flow, it doesn't really matter where the stock price goes. As long as the company's a solid company, it's been around, it has historical performance behind it, and we constantly need the products that KMB produces. Okay, I remember in the pandemic, there were still companies that were still making products, still selling stuff. You can even remember back in the Iraq War, the Iran War, uh, even Vietnam and Korea, Companies were still making money, the American economy was still going strong. Yeah, the bureaucrats are a bunch of a-holes, but it is what it is. You know, we do what we do and we continue moving forward. Now, if the economy collapsed, would you stop going to work? I know I wouldn't because stuff needs to get done. And there's people that get stuff done. Okay. Anyway, let's get back to where we were. KMB sitting at 121.81. I sold off. Uh, I already, think, I already said this. The 126s. I grabbed a nice little premium. I really don't care what the price does. I, my only concern is to keep an eye on it to make sure the premium that I sold the 126s doesn't get uh, called. Okay, who's gonna buy a stock at 126 if they can buy it at 121? All right, so I'm not worried at that point. But if she starts turning around, could she hit 126 this week? Yeah, she could. But I look at it every day. Sometimes twice a day, depending on the movement. If you take a look at some of the stocks, you'll have an idea of how they move on a daily basis. You look at the high, you look at the low, and compare it to the price it is, and that gives you an indication of how much the stock moves on a daily basis. So if it doesn't have a lot of movement, I'm four strikes out of the money, I don't see the need to be concerned. But that's me. PPG is next on the list. Another one of my cash cows and another low. All righty then. 30 days ago today, we're sitting at 132.26. This thing went sideways for a whole month. Finally, on Thursday, she makes a dip and keeps on dipping and continues to dip until yesterday where we have a new bottom at 123.38. Now, this one, I believe, is in worse shape than the first one. I'm into this at 150. I sold off the 128s and we're sitting at 123. We're now four or five strikes out of the money. I collected my premium. Thank you very much. And I'm continuing to hold it. Why? Because it's a cash cow for me. What is that golden goose? Keeps laying the golden eggs. Why would I want to sell the goose? I want to keep the goose. Yeah, she's a little thin at the moment, but she killed popping up those eggs. So I'm good to go. All right. Next on the list, Target. I'm a little unhappy with Target also, but Again, Target is a dividend king, increasing its payments consecutively, consistently for more than 50 years. This thing basically went sideways, staying between the high of 113 and the low of 102. We're kind of stagnant at 107 at the moment. Uh, What do I do? I do? What did I do? What did I do? What did I do? Oh, I sold off the 112. Wow. That's like uh, four or five bucks out of the money now. Perfectly happy with it. I really don't care. Got my thousand shares. I got 34 cents a share, which is 340 bucks for the week. Now my goal is a 1% return. Now, uh, depending on what you're starting out with, if you're starting out with a hundred grand, you want at least a thousand bucks a week. If you're starting out with 500. I mean, if you're starting out with 50 grand, you want at least 500 bucks a week. Whatever amount you're starting out with, just move the decimal point over two places. That's basically what you're trying to strive for. So, my goal is a 1% return safely, consistently, predictably. Alrighty. Next on the list, USB. I was a little unhappy with USB. I caught a quick glance of it uh, in the last couple of days. What a roller coaster ride. 30 days ago today, where are we? Where are we? Right here. Uh, thirty days ago we're at thirty three sixty eight. went sideways for three weeks and then last week, what happened? They got a great earnings report and the stock shoots up on quadruple volume. You get your volume is usually what I, I don't know what it is. let me just quickly check. not a whole lot going on today so I can actually spend a little time giving you a little bit more details. All right, we'll look at the last 30 days take a look at the volume. My average volume for USB is somewhere around 10 million. Okay, so 10 million shares on average trade on a daily basis. It just so happens last week 36 million shares. That's three times the amount of average volume. Okay, fine. So what does that mean? It doesn't really mean anything actually. Um, What am I into USB? Now USB does collect dividends this week. Oh, was it last week? I don't know. So I got three premiums and a dividend for USB. I got 2,500 shares, 15 cents. Not a huge amount, but what is 15 cents? Uh, Let me quickly go over this. 15. Clear. I did the wrong number there. Sorry, guys. I do make mistakes. I'm I'm not perfect. And I do have to admit that once in a while, my children like to point it out once in a while when it happens. All right. 2,500 shares. This like 300-something 300 bucks. 375 bucks. Okay, so USB. I collected a premium this week. Collected one last week. Collected one the week before. And this week, I'm collecting a dividend. Dividend, premium, premium, premium. I'm good to go. Do I really care where it goes? Well, kind of yes, kind of no. Okay, as long as she stays at a nice level pace and doesn't you know go to zero. I don't see it. You know, U.S. Bank going to zero. I don't see it. All right. Uh, Verizon. VZ Verizon. Okay, Verizon, last 30 days. Thirty days ago was our 30 day high at 3351. From there, she dropped to a bottom and had a gap down, but that gap filled the very next day, which is always a lovely thing. Okay, so we're gonna bottom here at 3014 on Verizon. Now that was two weeks ago, one week two three weeks ago. We're sitting at 3139. Alrighty, so where am I with Verizon? Uh, the 32 and a halfs. Again, we're sitting at 3139. Couldn't hit two, 32 and a half? Yeah, but that's a long way away. I'm looking at the chart. It hasn't seen 32 and a half for four weeks ago. Fine. It could. I doubt it, but it could. Alright, WFC, Wells Fargo. Gave me a nice little return last week, and now it's just not playing nicely. Do I care? Not really. It's more than 100 years old. It's been around. 30 days ago, we're looking at 4,162. Our bottom was three weeks ago at 3,839. Okay? Now, the high of the 30-day period was last Tuesday at uh, 4,237. Now you 4237, and you have four profit taking days in a row. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and yesterday all taking profits. That's just my assumption. We're sitting at 3948 at this moment in time. Where am I? I am the 41 and a halves. Okay, now I bought it for 41.57. I sold the 41 and a collected a nice little premium. Okay, fine, dandy, so let's keep moving on. Now, that's everything that I personally own moving forward. So most likely, if I don't sell some of these, I'll carry them forward again. And I remembered PPG is coming up on the list for another dividend. All right, so let's go take a look at what we're looking at today. We've already looked at the Dividend Kings. We've already looked at Warren Buffett's list. Now we're going to look at high-quality, high stocks, which were British Petroleum, EMR, IBM, PPG, Starbucks, um, Siri, and Visa. Now we're going to skip over Siri. I think I might even remove it from the list. Two-cent dividend? Come on. That's not even worth my time and effort to even mention them. But let's check it out one at a time. British Petroleum. Remember what a few years ago when British Petroleum had that uh, oil spill in the Gulf? The stock kept dropping and dropping and dropping. And it got to a certain point And I'm thinking to myself, holy cow, British Petroleum at 50 bucks. And I jumped in and bought a bunch of call options. And this went right back up again. It's British Petroleum. One little kink in the plan. Okay, everybody has a flaw. Everybody has an issue. So they got an issue. They cleaned it up. They moved forward. British Petroleum, a year ago at the, at the year bottom at 31.77. That's the bottom for the year. Um, The top of the year was in mid February at 41.38. And then this thing's been all over the place. Huge shoot up from, where's the huge shoot up? Uh, For mid February, we're sitting at 34. Very next week, we're at the high of the year at 41.40. Went sideways for a bit, dipped again, shot up again. Huge gap up, huge gap down. You get the gap up in beginning of April, huge gap down in the beginning of May. Uh, just going sideways for a bit, shoots up again. This looks like all over the place. All right, where am I looking? Uh, right here we go. 30 days ago today, we're sitting at 38.96. Okay, went up a little bit, some profit taking, gap down a little bit. That gap filled, gapped up. Now, the gap up on the 9th, which was two weeks ago. Ha- Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, I want to apologize for the little glitch that we just had because I am floating around in the middle of the harbor. My internet connection is not the greatest in the world. I'm going to have to get one of those Starlinks to give me a better reception because you think you have problems, well, you know, a dead spot every once in a while. Try being in a boat in the middle of the harbor. There you got a big old dead spot. So you may have missed a few things. Not a whole heck of a lot interesting going on. Um, Starbucks looked okay. PPG looks great. Um, IBM, not so so much. And EMR, not so much. BP, not so much. The premiums just weren't worth it, in my humble opinion. But other than that, the computer's dying. We're at 17% on the computer. I have an unstable connection on the internet. So this is just some of the kinks I need to work out while I am floating around in my boat for the winter. So we will address that as time progresses. So before we go with the live shows, with the live um, trading and the live training, we'll have all these bugs worked out for you guys, know, hardcore. (laughs) Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for being with us. And we'll catch you guys again tomorrow. And I will be back in Boston tomorrow, so we don't have any issues tomorrow. So you guys have a great day and chat with you again tomorrow.